Yeah, blood sugar regulation. So balancing your blood sugar in a way that supports your metabolic health, in a way that prevents any future disease, that helps your sleep, um, reduces glucose spikes, prevents type 2 diabetes, PCOS, a number of things. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Barrett. I'm a board certified chiropractic physician with a passion and emphasis in functional nutrition. We can't wait to add value to your health as well as the health of your family. Thanks for listening in to the Real Health Podcast. Hey, before we jump into today's episode, do me a favor. If you like this episode and you like hearing from Dr. B, share it on your Facebook, share it on your Instagram. We're really trying to get this health movement out. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. Today we have a very special guest, and she is sitting to the left of me. I will not uh, ruin the surprise in the introduction. I will let uh, Dr. B handle that one. But this is your host, Lane. I hope you guys are doing fantastic. And first off, if you came to the chronic disease workshop, we really appreciate that. We appreciate your attendance. And then also, if you are following and subscribe to the podcast, we really, really do appreciate that too. All the um, all the reviews, all the five stars, they really help with the algorithm. And B, we just looked, we're, uh, we're over, we're almost at 10,000 downloads, which is wow, amazing. Yeah, that's, a, that's incredible. It really is. It's really cool. And today's episode, I am sure, is going to be a huge episode because there's going to be a lot of value brought on today's episode. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the, what we talk about every single day in the practice. Absolutely. Um, let's do, since we haven't done this one a little bit, let's do a, and you didn't, we didn't talk about this before, but we can do this real quick. Summer hack, summer biohack that Dr. B recommends. Is there anything in the summer that people could be doing that's a biohack that's simple for them, their family, and their kids? Uh, walk barefoot outside. I knew you were going to say that. So Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our guest gave, we gave the thumbs up, too. Yeah. Well, why, do that. why do people walk barefoot? Well, you just get the best, for, best bang for your buck for many reasons. During the summer, closer to the sun. So you're getting higher vitamin vitamin D um, production, and then uh, barefoot is essential for the term is grounding, or you can call it earthing, whatever you want. It's it's earthing. Come on. Okay. So, um, (laughs) but in essence, what you're what you're doing when you walk barefoot is you are absorbing um, the natural magnetic resonance of the earth, which is called Schumann's resonance, seven point three hertz. It helps balance the electrical system of the body. Your whole body is an electrical system. It's an electrical circuit. And it's why tumors uh, are caused by cell phone radiation. And it's why tumors are caused by, you know, 5G exposure. and Which they're everywhere now. It is. So you, you have to, um, you know, re, rebalance mm-hmm. uh, the nervous system. And there's a lot of ways to do it. But one of the best ways, actually the best way, is, is literally planet Earth. Uh, what God designed for us to create balance is just walking on the earth with our feet. So a lot of benefits, right? Outside, vitamin mm-hmm. D, feet is going to give us a ton of proprioception to the brain, a lot of input, sensory input to the brain. Um, and people that don't like to walk bare feet um, usually have uh, ADD, ADHD. They're restless. They're anxious. So it's a great way to calm the nervous system down. And then obviously they're getting the benefit of the resonance of earth. Usually we'll do that first thing in the morning when I wake up, I'll go outside and 
for some reason after it rains, I'm sure, and thunderstorms, I've heard some things that after it thunderstorms, it's even better to walk outside barefoot. Yeah, there's too. a higher amount of free electrons for the body to absorb mm-hmm. when there's a thunderstorm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. If you do that and you're listening to the podcast, make sure you go on um, Facebook or Instagram, snag a picture of just your feet in the bare ground and make sure you tag us on Instagram and Facebook at the Real Health Podcast, Armor Health, or the Health Factory. I think that'd be really cool as well. That'd be cool. I'd like to see that. And then, really cool, I don't even think I've told you the story. I don't think I've told you guys this story. So a couple weeks ago, we were down at the Knoxville's Farmer's Market. Have I told you the story Uh yet? And we were were walking around, and there was a stand of... uh, down at the farmer's market and we were we were talking to this couple they were an amazing couple and it was um holy farms and we started talking like yeah we listened to this podcast uh, dr b and i was like no way <laughs> so we got into talking really? yeah so they are listeners of the podcast they're probably listening to this right now yeah and they're huge listeners and you can go to their instagram their facebook and they have i mean they're Tell self, me about them. they're self-sustained okay. they grow all their stuff in at their house and we got some stuff from them, Chelsea and I. We got some um, some lettuce, I think some spinach. And Are they just vegetables or are they chicken, eggs? Vegetables right now. Okay. And they're cool. going to get into all that stuff. And so I told them, I said, we need to get you in here and introduce you to Dr. Yeah. B. Because it's so funny. They're like, yeah, we listen to this podcast. It's local. And, I, and they were like, Dr. B. And I was like, are you? real health with Dr. B? And they're like, yeah, how do you know? And I was like, well, I'm at that. They're like, no way. <laughs> And so there's That's a cool story. Yeah, it's really cool. So we'll have to get him in here sometime. You told me uh, just recently before the show started, we got, we're about like 1,300 listens almost downloaded on water fasting. Phew. That was the most popular episode by far. Uh, when you think about only having you know, nine to 10,000 downloads, 13% are coming from one episode. I know. Uh, it's substantial. Maybe People, we maybe we should just do a water fasting know, podcast. That's exactly right. I <laughs> uh, can only talk about water so much. Although, really cool. There's this new uh, device. What's it? Arca, it's called Ar, uh, Arcalima. Arcalima, I think is the name. Okay. So it's a crystalline structure. You put in your water and you wave it around like a wand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds really, oh my gosh. really funky. But it uh, it actually har- harmonizes the water. Mm-hmm. Um, and creates balance, and it and it's been shown. So they did a study using uh, telomere testing. So okay. tel- yep. telomere testing just tells you how old your cells are. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was shown to be one. Uh, so after three months of drinking this uh, electrically balanced water, okay, it, ex- it it improved or decreased your age okay. by a minimum of, of one up to twelve years. Do you have one yet? He's decreased. Like, <laughs> order. <laughs> Order that sucker so got me. Do we need to put that in the show notes? Uh, the Arcalima? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I think we should have an episode on it because I want to do some more vetting and some personal uh, research on it before I before I announce it. Arc, fully. How do you say it? I think it's called Arcalima. Arcalima. Yeah. Well, give me about two weeks, and then I'll probably be at our house too. Yeah. Just yeah. like every other thing, yeah, except for the Japanese tea, we have never ordered that, so we're not going to order that one either. Yeah, that's a good call. That is a very good call. All right, today's episode is all about insulin resistance, reversing type two diabetes, and we have a very, very special guest. So with that, I'm going to let Dr. B introduce this amazing guest because I get to hear her speak at events. I get to see her in and around the office, and she is a light. She is amazing, and I know Dr. Barrett's going to do a good job of introducing her. So with that, Dr. B, who do we got today? Yeah, so we are joined by our Health Factory Armor Health Nutritionist, Caitlin Tate. So she's a huge uh, asset to the growth of our, our company. She spends so much time researching, investigating um, health 
topics. And obviously, her passion is nutrition and how to use food to balance the body. Um, not seeing food as a reward, but seeing food as energy and as fuel. So um, welcome, Caitlin, to the show. Thank you. I am honored and humbled to be here. So thank you for having me on, Dr. B. Yeah, we're excited to have you. We really uh, brought you on the show because this is your bread and butter. This is what you yeah. um, are passionate about. This is what you um, think about and walk clients through all the time. So Yeah, every you know, day. Yeah, it is, so it's a good thing to not just hear, you know, Lane and I talk about health topics, but actually bring someone in that is doing this on a day-to-day basis. Because um, you're, you're actually, you talk about this more than I do. Because you're on the ground, you're on the um, on the ground walking with clients through the journey. So, sure. when you hear um, blood sugar regulation, just that that concept, that word, uh, what does that mean for our audience? Like when we think about blood sugar regulation, what are, what should we be thinking about? Yeah, blood sugar regulation. So balancing your blood sugar in a way that supports your metabolic health, in a way that prevents any future disease that helps your sleep, um, reduces glucose spikes, prevents type 2 diabetes, PCOS, a number of things. How big is blood sugar regulation when it comes to chronic disease? Oh, it's huge. It's huge. Every single time your blood sugar spikes, uh, causes a glucose spike, insulin is released. Insulin is a driver of so many chronic diseases. So the more we can regulate our blood sugar and decrease those insulin spikes, that amount of insulin that's floating around in your body, the more we can pre- uh, prevent chronic disease. So um, insulin production, mm-hmm. if we make too much of it over time, we call that type 2 diabetes, right? Right. Because what happens if we're constantly spiking insulin, what's happening to the body? What's causing diabetes? And inevitably, how do we get to that state where now our blood sugar is elevated mm-hmm. constantly? Right. Yeah. So the more insulin that is pumped out by the more glucose spikes you have in a day, so your blood sugar response, the more insulin that's pumped out, the more insulin resistant you can become. Every single time there's a glucose spike that causes inflammation in your body. So insulin resistance in combination with inflammation, that's what's creating type 2 diabetes. Yeah, if Lane was literally in your seat, he'd be (laughs) talking about, hey, there's inflammation again. Because it's so true. Inflammation is at the core of so many chronic diseases. Um, So we have insulin resistance Mm -hmm. caused by really too many insulin spikes that burns the cell out. And then we also get burnout of the cell receptors because of high inflammation. What what would you say are most of your clients' um, big sources of inflammation coming from? Yeah, so a really big one that I see, um, we've got inflammatory oils, so your fried foods. Uh, we've got not enough sleep, mm. chronic stress. Like they, on a scale of one to 10, their stress is constantly at like a seven to nine on a daily basis. Um, gluten happens to be a source of inflammation for a lot of people just based on what I've seen with my clients. When they take it out, um, what they have found is a huge decrease in inflammation and then an increased uh, stabilization in their blood sugar. 
what was the, uh, I don't know if you remember off the top of your head the study, but they pretty much sleep-deprived people for a certain amount of time, yeah. and they became insulin resistant. Yeah. In essence, they, they were pre-diabetic mm-hmm. within just a few days of reduction of sleep, right? Yeah, absolutely. So when you are getting less than seven to eight hours of sleep, your blood sugar, your fasting blood sugar, so that's your blood sugar when you wake up in the morning, is elevated. And that's not just when you are on lack of sleep, it's also when you are highly stressed. So you're stressed about like uh, taking your kids to all of their sports practices when you have like a super high demand job. There's a lot of like emotional or family stress right there. Um, any of that can can elevate those fasting blood sugar levels and then you're at that pre-diabetic level, which is not unreversible. It is, but you just have to be careful and Mm -hmm. pay attention. Yeah. One of the, one of the um, things that I love about having you with, uh, with our clients is you and I see things very similar. We're longevity. We're Mm -hmm. anti-aging concept. We're holistic. We use food as fuel, not as a reward. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So, um, that is so important and and all encompassing for true health and healing. Um, versus we're just going to call it out because it's very common. Uh, let's talk about uh, like macros yeah. just for a second. Okay. Two minutes. Um, so when we talk about macros, it's like, hey, it doesn't matter sometimes what the source of fuel is mm-hmm. as long as it fits your macronutrients. Um, and a lot of times it's not about timing. It's, hey, you can eat multiple times a day, um, multiple insulin spikes. So mm-hmm. – you get weight loss uh, a lot of times because sure. you are watching calories. But where does um, blood sugar regulation, metabolic flexibility, right, anti-aging, how does that differ than like the classic macronutrient macro counting? Yeah, so I would say what I've seen with macro counting is you can pretty much eat anything within reason that fits your macros, right? So as long as it fits your macros, so... I see a lot of clients who have counted their macros. One, it's not super sustainable for the long run, right? Like, are you going to count your macros for the rest of your life? Like, you probably don't want to do that because you want to be able to go to a family function, uh, have some flexibility, vacation on the run, and not be able to or not have to bring, like, your container of food. But also, a lot of the foods that are macro-friendly are highly, highly processed, and we see a lot of inflammation when we are eating all these processed foods. Or, on the other hand, you've got, like, the sugar-free syrup, right? Mm -hmm. So it might not have many calories, but it's got corn syrup, it's got artificial sweeteners, um, I like to tell my clients that, okay, if you flip the label over and you just read the ingredients, can you tell what the food is just by reading the ingredients? The answer is no. Like, you probably shouldn't be eating it, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then balancing your blood sugar, that's like, okay, I can, I'm able to put a meal together. Um, I can do this for the rest of my life. It's easy, right? Like, I... I love to tell my clients, pick a protein, a healthy fat, and a fiber, because those are the three things that slow down the absorption of sugar into your blood. So if you pick those three components in every meal, then you're going to be good to go. And uh, three meals a day, no snacking. Uh, When you have those three components, you're not going to need a snack. So like one really cool 
thing. I actually had a client the other day tell me this. Was it James? It was James, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Mr. James. Uh, so we talked about this a while ago, and um, he started to incorporate this into his meals. He also started to eat his, his fiber first, so his veggies, and then his protein and fats, and then any carbohydrates last. And after doing that for one day, he stopped needing that mid-morning snack of a mm-hmm. banana. Awesome. Which is amazing. Yeah. So, okay, uh, that is amazing. And then, two, someone on the podcast would be like, well, what's wrong with that mid-morning banana snack? Yeah. So what's wrong yeah. with that? Okay, so when you eat a, I call it a naked carb. When you eat a naked carb, so that's any carbohydrate, any sugar, uh, without any protein, fat, or fiber with it, that's a huge glucose spike with nothing to slow it down, right? So like I said, protein, healthy fat, fiber, those are the things that slow down, that absorption of sugar into your blood. So you're getting that glucose spike. Uh, when your sugar comes back down, right, if it goes up, it has to come back down. That's when you are... Um, you're hitting that like 2 p.m. crash. You're feeling like you need caffeine. You're craving more sugar or more carbohydrates. So you actually end up hungrier in the long run when you are needing that mid-morning uh, carbohydrate or sugar-filled snack. So um, and what I see a lot is the secondary hypoglycemic response. Oh, yeah. Especially, um, you know, a lot of fit females mm-hmm. um, that don't have excess body weight um, that may have things like PCOS and hormone dysregulation um, have what's labeled hypoglycemia yeah. and they just think that's like a genetic disorder like oh, hey absolutely. I just I was just born with hypoglycemia so um, we're, we're, we're obviously talking about hyperglycemia type 2 diabetes mm-hmm. But for a second, let's talk about hypoglycemia. So it's when the you eat the banana, and mm-hmm. then maybe like an hour later, 30 minutes later, 20 minutes later, you get shaky, irritable, sweaty, mm-hmm. and you need another banana. So t- tell yeah. me about the hypoglycemic response. Yeah, I was one of those mm-hmm. uh, people that you were talking about with the hypoglycemic reactions. Uh, for years, uh, doctors told me I was hypoglycemic when I was like probably 12. Oh, your blood sugar drops really quickly but wasn't told what to do with it. Mm. So you feel that shakiness, uh, you feel hangry, and so you need a snack. Typically when you're in that uh, state of mind, you're not able to make rational decisions. So you just go for like the quickest, most convenient snack that's available, which is probably not like a protein, fat, Mm -hmm. fiber, Mm -hmm. snack, or meal. That's right. Um, So you're grabbing that quick snack. It's feeding that hypoglycemia. So then you're having another uh, big spike and then another low drop. So if you are getting all of these spikes and then low drops during the day, then you're on this blood sugar roller coaster where your energy is up and down all day. You find yourself needing more caffeine. Mm -hmm. Um, You're eating, you know, six to eight meals a day you know between like full meals and small snacks that's right um and then it's just feeding that response to where then you need to eat like every two hours and you think that's just like how you are and that's not true so then all of a sudden there's a fasting podcast that comes out and you're like (laughs) i can't do that yeah okay but 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 obviously um let's just put out there we talk about what's the litmus test of metabolic flexibility 
It's fasting. It is. Right? So if we can fast, if we can go without food and feel well, Mm -hmm. we know we're metabolically flexible. So when you hear that term, okay, we're going from this state of like insulin resistance or hypoglycemic responses, and now we want to journey along this path to metabolic flexibility, blood sugar balance and regulation, okay, which drives hormone balance, which drives healthy sleep habits, drives healthy energy habits, helps with fertility outcomes, decreases Alzheimer's, dementia, and cancer, and heart mm-hmm. disease, and you name it. All those amazing things. Yeah. Okay, where do we start? So for you, with your client, mm-hmm. what are just like, what's the first step that you that you uh, communicate with your clients in bringing blood sugar regulation back? Yeah, probably the first thing um, after we go through you know, some foundational things like, you know, making sure you're getting enough sleep and you're drinking water and that your stress levels are in check, right? Uh, We talk about um, formulating a meal so that you have protein, fat, and fiber in every meal, PHFF, protein, healthy fat, fiber. Uh, So that would be one thing. Um, Another that I just love is when you uh, do... we say three meals a day, no snacking, because the longer you can go in between a meal, the more balanced your blood sugar is going to be, the more time you have to digest, clear out your intestines. Um, but one thing I love to say is 10 minutes of walking after a meal mm-hmm. can do wonders for your blood sugar. Yeah, It doesn't have to be walking. It can be like a little hit workout, Tabata, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this cardio dance thing. <laughs> I do after I eat dinner. I'll That's do it. That's not surprising. I'm not surprised right now. <laughs> I'll <Yeah>. just <laughs> pretty stoic face over here. <laughs> Dance Listen, workout. They're like four t- minutes yeah. long, and I'll just do Justin it until Bieber it's like playing. twenty. <laughs> I'll do it for like twenty-five minutes, and I'll I'll keep checking my continuous glucose monitor numbers and see. I'll just watch uh-huh. watch the glucose spike coming down. This is after I've eaten a meal with yeah. carbohydrates because yeah. I tend to stick those at dinner. Yeah, you nailed it. I, I, it's something I recommend all the time yeah. is that that little bit of movement after your after your dinner helps with digestion, helps with absorption of nutrients, helps and uh, balance and regulate your blood sugar levels. Yeah, yeah. So what the science of like what's actually happening here? So the blood sugar the sugar in your blood it can't just stay there right it has to go somewhere so glucose it's either stored in your liver it's stored in your muscles or it's stored as fat so when you are using your muscles right after you eat your muscles are using that sugar for energy so then it's decreasing your fasting blood sugar yep i love it that's awesome so okay Hey, take-home message, um, balancing blood sugar. We want three meals a day, no mm-hmm. snacking, yeah. improve sleep, improve, improve hydration, yeah. and PHFF. Yeah. 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 So that's protein, healthy fat, fiber. Uh-huh. Um, and, man, I, I agree with you on the meals. I think it is something where we want to – if we're eating three meals a day, we're going to be hungry at mm-hmm. the next meal. So we're going to usually go off of what we want versus mm-hmm. – what is probably best to consume first. So that fibrous carbohydrate yeah. is really, really good to consume first. Um, and it's creating creating a little bit of satiation as well. 
and then we get into the protein and we get into the fat. And then, you know, if there's a little bit of extra carbohydrates, we may or may not want that um, at the end of the meal. But uh, when we look at that's general public, but let's go biohacker yeah. for a second, just okay. touch on them. Um, so I when I fast, them. yeah, twice a year, like extended fast, I always will throw a CGM. Um, mm-hmm. So what we're doing there is it's a device that looks at blood sugar 24 seven. So it's a constant blood sugar monitor. And, uh, you know, you set it up to your phone and it, and it allows you to see your trends in blood sugar. And we want that not hills and valleys. We want Mm -hmm. a very kind of flat line with little elevations as we eat. Um, and then at night when we sleep and we wake up, it'll get down, especially when I'm fasting to, you know, blood sugar in the forties, and then ketone levels start to rise. So mm-hmm. um, the CGM, what have, ha, how have you found it useful for yourself yeah. as well as uh, clients that you recommend it to? Right. So finger prick is great for testing your blood sugar once or twice, right? But it's really just a snapshot in time. It also kind of hurts your finger because you've got a lot of nerve it. endings. Yeah, I don't there. love it. A continuous glucose monitor, though, it's the numbers can vary a little bit different than a finger prick because it is uh, in the interstitial fluid in your arm instead of in the blood. So, but so the numbers would not be the same as like a finger prick if you tested at the doctor, but the trends are the same. That's right, and that's really what you're looking for here to manage those trends. So it's going to track your glucose throughout the whole day, so 24 hours. I have loved it because it's one thing to hear, okay, this is what I should be doing. It's another thing to see what's actually happening in your body yourself. Like It's another thing to see the data and be like, oh my goodness, I did not realize that eating this piece of blueberry pie made my blood sugar spike up 55 points. Or that post-workout protein. Yeah. Or that banana. Yeah. Or even what happens. Yeah. Or even a banana in your body versus a banana in my body. Yeah. Yeah. So Dr. Barrett, you could eat a banana and and be fine. Maybe your blood sugar goes up fifteen, twenty, and mine goes up forty five, just an example. Um, you know, everybody's different and so if it's going up pretty high you might have some insulin um some insulin resistance there. So yeah. it's it's good to see what's happening in your body. I'll say one thing that really surprised me with mine was uh, I went to a Mexican restaurant a few weeks ago, and you know you always start out with chips and salsa. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Blew you up. Uh, the app I use scores your meal. It gives you a metabolic score for your meal uh, based on the two hours following your meal, based on your blood sugar levels for the next two hours. And um, I think I scored like a four. Wow, you crushed it. (laughs) (laughs) Four out of ten. It was terrible. And I just got like a normal meal, but it was the chips and Uh, salsa starting out with those like hydrogenated oils and carbs. Yep, yep. So not only are you getting a bunch of carbohydrates that are affecting your blood sugar regulation, you're getting hydrogenated, rancid oils and industrial produced oils. That so are creating nothing to havoc slow down and inflammation. Blood sugar. Mm-hmm. Guacamole exactly right. would have been a better yeah. option if uh-huh. you're going to have chips off. and something else. That's but. exactly right. Hey, it's so good to have you on the show talking about what you talk about every day, helping people on this journey that may be, hey, I have PCOS and the doctors told me there's no hope or I have 
um, you know, type 2 diabetes or I'm pre-diabetic, what do I do? So uh, what's the best way to connect with you in starting uh, maybe a conversation about their nutrition and blood sugar management? Yeah, absolutely. So you can submit a form on Armor Health or Health Factor, but we're actually starting a metabolic program. Yeah, we are. Soon, um, where we will be improving metabolic flexibility, stabilizing blood sugar to uh, decrease weight loss resistance. Um, It's going to be a few months program um, accountability. It's going to be really great. Yeah, we're excited about that. And uh, I'll just as 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 a kind of operator owner uh extend a discount um that if anybody calls based on this podcast and wants to set up a, a nutrition consult with you we'll give them 10 off that first visit uh, yeah, where we'll connect with them and help them walk on the journey to optimal health and healing so thanks so much uh we Thank really you appreciate yeah me. your time so you crushed fun. it yeah we'll have you back on future episodes for sure Thank you. Hey, and if you are uh, in the area, obviously, you can connect with Caitlin at one of our locations, Armor Health or the Health Factory. And please uh, share the podcast. Let people know that uh, we're here and uh, we're doing this for you. Really, there's very little that we get out of it other than the stories on uh, Instagram or the messages that we get on how beneficial these have been. So please let us know if you have any questions or if you want to you know, communicate any um potential topics for future episodes that Lane and I can do. We'd love to do it for you. All right. Till next time. Before you hit X, hold on one second. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today with Dr. B. Two things that would really help the Real Health Podcast movement. One, share it on your social media, your Facebook, your Instagram, wherever you're on a social network. And two, if you go to Apple Podcasts and you scroll down, give us a five-star rating and give us a review. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll see you next episode.